you're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 226 for February 7th, 2019. This week, we talk about suing your parents for being born, sports fans, new emoji, what we've been watching on Netflix, feeling lonely on Valentine's Day, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the the show. One, two, three, clap. Wow, you you didn't surprise me with the clap this week. I was I'm very appreciative. What did they clap? What did they clap? What did they clap? What if I just all of these years I've just been doing the clap because I just wanted a little applause around here. I okay. mean, you know, you just you don't get enough appreciation in your life. I understand <laughs> that. Sometimes it's like giving yourself a pat on the back, except it's a clap. It's like giving yourself the clap. You know. You know I'm a parent and it's a hard job mm-hmm. and you just sometimes need a little recognition. Y- yeah. You know, being being a mom is the hardest job in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm, as to they say, the most precious little piggy. Oh, my God. It's the year of the pig. What does that mean? Since since piggy's at a, a dog. What? Well, let me tell you, last year was the year of the dog. So it's basically so are you saying that it's it's piggy's year two years in a row? Every year is piggy's year, but especially um, in these lunar New Year's, I see. I see. Are you gonna? Two. Are sure. you gonna do anything? Didn't Didn't Chinese New Year like? Didn't like the celebration happen over this past week or whatever? I think so. I think it was. It's either in just a couple of days or it has happened in the past few days. I saw some posts on Reddit. I think about people celebrating Chinese New Year, but and I. I think there was a big thing in Chinatown here. Oh really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I've been avoiding the television. Oh, we got YouTube television, YouTube TV, as what? the abbreviation is. What? What the fuck is that? Let me tell you. Justin wanted it to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, Did you watch the Super Bowl? We can talk about that. Cause like, no, I Apple. Okay, well here's <laughs> oh, here's, well, then to talk about. <laughs> here's the situation. Oh, so I'm I'm way better now. Uh, thank you everyone for letting me know that. Like, oh my god, oh, I'm sick yeah. or whatever. Um, I still have a little bit of a feeling? cough, but we're all good. Okay, but like I legit had influenza, like like the influenza, like I had a fever. Late in, well, that lasted like a week. It was bad. I didn't get anything done. Um, but anyway, so I was sick last week during you know during the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, and I. I didn't realize that it was the Super Bowl until like a day before. Like it's the longest that I've ever gone. Um, like before I actually realized that oh, the Super Bowl is like tomorrow. Like I didn't know. I was I was in the dark for such a long time. I, I think it's probably a world record. But no, I didn't fucking watch the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Do you think I'm straight? See, here's the thing though. I've been opened. My eyes have been opened to a world of gays liking sports. I don't. This is Justin. an. Op- I. I am. I. I don't know what to say. I, Did you I know there news. are even Justin doesn't watch wrestling, but there are a lot of gays who like wrestling too. It's almost like being gay, you can still like many a large variety of things. I don't believe that. I think it's just gays overcompensating um, for their Uh-oh. for their femininity. Honey, you better be careful. Because some of those uh, wrestler gays watch us, listen to us. Why would they listen to us? Honey, because we always talk about wrestling news. Yeah, you know, we're, we are the number one gay wrestling news podcast in the United States of America. Absolutely. That is us. We are the number one on iTunes. Um, but no, I, yeah, I know that like okay, the only sports that like I really understand are the sports that I was forced to play when I was younger. Um, 
And so, like, I inherently am like baseball. Like, like I've told the story about like how I like cried at but fucking baseball. I never wanted to be a baseball ever because it was traumatizing. I know how baseball works because like I was forced to play the fucking game and learn the rules. Um, but it's weird because like my my family's a football family. Like my my parents love football. Like college football, blah blah blah. Your teams, whatever. I went to football games and being so sur- even being surrounded by football my entire life. I still don't know how the fuck it works. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Okay. What? I don't Even know how it works. I understand football, but I also I don't. I had to go it. to every single football game in high school because I was in the band. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. And I so we always had to. Exposure. And I didn't have any friends, so I had to watch the game. Oh, that's sad. Um. Yeah. Just but forced to watch it. Um. Okay. Here's what I hate about sports, though. Okay. Bring out your let list. Me get, let me get, let me let me just open up that uh, Google Keep document. Oh yeah, open that scroll that you know flows all the way to the ground. Thing why reasons why I hate sports. I don't Section like. A. It's not so much the sports I don't like, although I don't really like watching football because it's it's not so much like football and baseball. There's not a lot of action. Like each play lasts maybe four seconds. Oh, my God. Baseball in particular play, is so boring. The setup for each play lasts like minutes mm-hmm. for like maybe four seconds of action. And that's what I think is dumb. But right. the fans. I'm sorry if you're a fan of like they're the hardcore fans, I think is what ruined it. And oh, it's like okay. the ones who scream while watching the TV or who scream like at certain players or who hate other players or who who hate other fans who are team who are fans of the other team or whatever. People that are way too into it. Yeah. I went to a Super Bowl party last year after halftime. And so I don't remember what was going on last year if it was close or not but Mm. i remember like someone scoring a touchdown and like people stood up and screamed like drinks were spilled and i was so concerned about the person's rug like drinks were spilled all over the rug and i was like what is this that i don't know i just can't get behind sports (laughs) that makes people ruin nice rugs think of the rug (laughs) think of the rugs honey Think of all the rugs anyway, that have been ruined at Super Bowl parties. We got YouTube TV for it. Justin wanted to watch the first half of it here. He had a little work to do and then go to his friends for the rest of it. Um, Did you watch any it, of it? I tried. It was just so, like, once again, it wasn't fun, mm-hmm. you know. Like, for one, it takes me back to my band years. And I, you Traumatizing. Know, the PTSD traumatizing. kicks in. It takes me back to high school. That's awful. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't care about any of the teams. I grew up in a state where we don't have any teams. Do you know oh, what I really? mean? Yeah. I mean, everyone in Arkansas roots for the Razorbacks, which is a college team. Mm. Well, I mean, we don't yeah, have, like, same like, in Montana. National... Like, no, we don't have any. Yeah. Oh, God. It's all about it's all about the college football here. And so, like, moving to living in a place where they'd have their own teams and shit, I, I don't get it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like... I, I think it's like the aggression, like the aggression of the fans, the aggression of the coaches, like everyone, like like it, the whole atmosphere of football is too aggressive for me. Like people just well, get way into it that I'm just like, I don't this isn't for me. That's just like fan culture in general. Like there are the drag race fans. Mm-hmm, that's true. That's true. Anytime someone's a stan, I guess mm. is what ruins something. Oh, my God. You know, it's so, it's like, I mean, do do. I guess the only thing I really have to compare to it is Drag Race. Like, do fans send, like, coaches death threats on Twitter? Like, how how similar are, you know, Drag Race fans versus, like, football fans? 
Someone needs to do a study on this because I just I don't I'm not sure. I don't, I don't understand know. the straight people world in that sort. Well, I guess it's not necessarily straight because I guess gay people watch I mean, sports now. Apparently, 2019's crazy. People um, do that in fucking figure skating, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like saw the- I Tanya this week <coughs> too. Finally. Oh, you did. What? What did you? I it did. was with a uh, Marigold Rabbie and uh, uh, Alice yeah. and Janney. I thought it was good. I thought it was. Um, you know, you take it for... I thought the movie itself was really good. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much in it was factual. Oh, yeah, I'll put no. it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a hoot and a whirler. Loved I'm glad Alice you liked it. Yeah. I loved Alice and Janney in that movie. It was so good. And so did Piggy, apparently. Piggy loved uh, Piggy Alice did. and Piggy did. Someone walked past the door. You know, it's just the little things. I feel like Piggy is an aggressive football fan. Only instead of football, it's people walking in front of your apartment. Exactly. That's basically it. Poor um, speaking of poor, your poor parents. Oh, yeah. What did you do this time to them? Did you send them a bomb in the mail? What did no! you do? Did you hear uh, that article about the man who wants to sue his parents for giving birth to him without his consent? Oh, my God. Girl, same. But like, um, not really. So- but like, what? A man in India is planning to sue his parents for giving birth to him. I'm reading this off of India.com, honey. This is straight from the source. Oh, wow, the official India.com. Well, I also saw an article about it on The Guardian, too. So, you know, I searched around for some sources I knew of as well. Is there the the United States of America.com? Is there Canada.com? India.com is that's a very, you know, general. I'm sure every country has its own. And I don't know if this is India's official website because I don't think they call it India and India. Mm, Do they? I don't know what they call it. Anyway, um, according to this man, no child owes anything to their parents and vice versa. So he's from India. He's an antinatalist. Now, let me tell you what that is. Okay, let me pull Mm -hmm. up a Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Antinatalism is a philosophical position that assigns a negative value to birth. Antinatalists argue that people should abstain from procreation because it is morally bad. Ooh, honestly, I'm kind of with you a little bit there. Uh, he He believes it's wrong to get a child to this world and make them go through the, quote, rigmarole of life for the pleasure of the parents. Did he really say, quote, rigmarole? I think he was quoted as saying rigmarole in the other article. It's not quoted in this one. Interesting. But there, he has a YouTube video explaining his position. Oh, he says, okay. I love my parents. We have a great relationship, but they had me for their joy and their pleasure. My mm. life has been amazing, but I don't see why I should put another life through the rigmarole. Oh, he did say rigmarole. Through the rigmarole of school and finding a career, especially when they didn't ask to exist. Um, he said that since children are born without their consent, they should be paid to live. He then went on to explain what that what he actually means by without his consent and said that you realize you are here and you do not owe your parents anything and it was not your decision. That's like philosophical. Like I've never thought of it that way. Um he went on to say something that is not your decision you cannot be held responsible for and therefore you do not have to be responsible to your parents. So you could uh, like his you, message That's crazy. Oh my god. His message to every child and parent in India Neither do you owe your children, nor do your children owe you. That's it. Uh, the last line of this article says, he then revealed that his mother said she would not have given birth if she would have met her son before he was born. I mean, I <laughs> it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. You can't ask for consent when they don't exist yet. Well, I guess. I mean, I guess. that's a va- valid point. But 
Um, but it's also like this is like if you if you think about it in this way, your whole life is just a get out of jail free card. You can just blame everything on your parents. Like I didn't ask to be alive. Blame my mom and dad, and then you like you know set fire to a fucking dumpster. Blame your parents. Set fire to a dumpster. All know. your stories end with dumpster fires. Well, it's because it's what I'm most familiar with. You know, I live okay. in a dumpster fire. My mom and dad are dumpster fires. My whole family's a dumpster <laughs> no. fire. Oh, no. Everything's a dumpster fire. Well, I I tried to read some of the anti-natalist Wikipedia page, you know, to garner all my information from. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different, like, fields of it. A lot of different people have, like, philosophized on it. Um, But they talk about, uh, uh, let's see, if the child, if you know the child will be more or less unhappy then you violated a duty to produce the ch- by producing the child mm. or something like that. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, a lot of different methods here. Right. But exactly. I don't know. It gets into, uh, you know, it gets into some shit, honey. Well, what are your thoughts on children? Would you ever have a child? No, I mean, I know Piggy's your no. child, but like a human, I, a human baby that is, is that you own, that you bought off of all, Amazon. Piggy is. I didn't buy Piggy off of. Wait, are you talking about an actual baby? You yeah, buy yeah, off no, of no, yeah. You you can buy humans off of Amazon, right? That's where babies come from, right? I don't know. Um, I do think. Well, I don't know because you're like, hey, how many people out there have given birth that I know in the past like year alone? And then you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's a huge fucking overpopulation issue with the world. You know what I mean? Right. And then sometimes I'm like, just find one in a dumpster. Do you know? Right. Exactly. Just find one. It's easy. They're everywhere. It's like a a scavenger hunt. You know, find a baby and then it's yours. Right. Finders keepers. Part of me. Part of me does think it's a very selfish thing to have a child. Like it's a very. and, And maybe it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I mean, for, I kind of see his point. But then you're like, well, how do we remedy this? Just unbirth him, honey. Just fucking stick him back in, honey. Stick him back in. Like, what's the remedy here? I don't know. So, well, there's well, obviously no way to ask a kid <coughs> if he wants to be born. And so, um, you know, chicken and egg. Case, right. Case it- closed. Case closed. Bang, bang my gavel. Well, like I've I've thought about this like before in terms of like having a child. Like obviously, like I can barely take care of myself. Like I'm I'm only 25. I feel like I'm super young. Um, but just like in retrospect, like in theory, you know, when people are like, oh, like would you ever want to like have a kid in the future? I feel like as as a gay man, I'm gonna you know you're obviously in a different situation when it comes to like having a child. That you have way more hoops to jump through because it's not like that you can just have sex and like have an oops baby. You know, like that's like we, true. Like, like you know, gay parents they have to like really want a child in order to have a child. It with straight couples, obviously, you can really want a child, and then you have a you know biological way to have a child. But uh, there's you know there's oops babies out there that were not necessarily wanted. You know, wasn't planned to begin with, and so like there's it's a different way of kind of thinking about. You know, at, at the end of the day, we you know I'd have to jump through more hoops and have to really want this baby and like pay money to like have a child where in you know you know some 17 year old girl could get knocked up and then boop there's the baby so i don't know it's just it's interesting I get what you're about. trying to say i yeah. get it it's it's a i don't know it's almost like gay people deserve babies more you oh my god I mean? oh yeah mm-hmm <laughs> 
I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. We we're so impressed. We know, deserve babies. Okay, it. like we deserve Listen, them. We just deserve babies. But it's also I don't know. Nice because... I feel like there are so many unloved babies out there. Just like give them to good gay people. Right. Know? Exactly. But you know, all but the Christian right would rather you know the baby you know be given to foster home and have their lives completely fucked up than given to a, a proper gay couple that would take care of them nicely. But yeah, that's... probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's their problem. Well, but that it, turned into, honey, not about suing your parents. Oh, yeah. But also, would you sue your parents for giving birth to you? Like, would it ever get, get to that point no. where you were like, I hate I my mean, life so much that I wish I wasn't born. But I wish I wasn't born so much that I'm going to be angry and sue the people that birthed me. No, because I like have common sense. I feel oh, like okay. I feel like, you know, I'm I don't know. I feel like taking legal action against your parents for birthing you is just it's just kind of extra it's like okay we know you're is so extra it's like you're you're just looking for attention (laughs) you just yeah hashtag attention seeking behavior like okay like go go to a fucking therapist like everyone else okay like jesus uh have you heard about the tiny penis emoji um, oh yeah, like the little, like the, the the little hand that's like. It's like the sign for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Like so hey, many, how much? so many people are going to send that to like unsolicited dick pics. It's going to be so good. Um, it's supposed to come out in the. It's among 230 new emojis released this year. Ooh, uh, I know we we um, went over emojis. You know, went over like potential emojis like a while ago, and I don't remember this one. Like being a thing. I don't either. No. Um, I think they're doing a lot more like accessibility ones for one. I think they're doing like bionic arms and legs and whatnot, which Mm -hmm. I don't know why the leg emoji exists anyway. I mean, who uses the leg emoji? I don't. There are like open your phone and tell me how many emojis you've actually Use. Um, you know I, I mean? can tell you actually. I'll tell you, you which how ones. many you've used in your whole life. No, 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 no. But like my most common ones, it's like All heart right, eyes, thumbs up, heart um, eyes. Oh my god, l- who are you sending heart eyes to? Like literally, it's just like people on Grinder when they send me <laughs> um, the smirk. Oh my smirk, god, smirk face, the heart, smiley face, the okay sign, the two eyes, the um emoji with the sunglasses. I don't know. I feel like these are typical emojis. Nothing special. They're definitely not the legs. I don't think I've ever no. used the legs. No, they're all faces. I don't ever send someone a leg emoji. Do you know what I mean? Someone's like, ooh, what are you wearing? And you said, I'm a wearing leg. a leg. <laughs> like, what, what, would, what would that be a response to? Right. It's like, or what? like, ooh, what was your favorite part about him? And you send him a leg. leg. <laughs> Where do you want to go out to eat? Leg. <laughs> Me too, girl. <laughs> Same. Uh, my most recent are heart, happy, thumbs up, the okay symbol, uh, the Z's for sleeping, mm-hmm. the ham bones in there for some reason. What? I don't know. Probably a piggy thing. Probably a piggy thing. Probably a piggy thing. Um, um, then there's also coming soon. Yeah, it includes a whole lot of uh, accessibility ones. People in wheelchairs, hearing aid, guide dog, sign language for deaf person. That's interesting. Mm. And uh, a waffle, an otter, and a yawning face. I mean, and like garlic and onion. Those were the two emojis I needed in my life. Oh, are those coming? <laughs> yeah, garlic and onion, um, butter, a baked potato, um, you only underwear. At the food ones. Oh, okay. Um, a ballet shoe, a skunk, a flamingo. A skunk. I don't know. I feel like we're getting a little 
out of control with emoji. Well, like, like I, I'm all about do the we accessibility need ones. These? Yeah, like besides the accessibility ones, do we need a chair emoji? Do we need a banjo emoji? Okay, how do you use emoji? Because literally, I type out the word and I use what do we use? Swift? Do I use Swift key? Yeah, Swift, Swifty. Um, it shows me the emoji. <laughs> so if I type happy, it shows me this like the smiling face, happy. Or if I type right. okay, it shows me the hand with the okay symbol. And so I'm typing the word anyway, you know. And then you and just then I have to like to the make emoji. an active choice exactly. Like it's no faster. Emojis are no faster than typing to getting an idea across. Yeah, it's not like that. I'm like scrolling through a bunch of emojis to find the one that I want to use. No, I'm using that that predictive text. Of yeah. like, you know, if I type waffle and then the waffle emoji comes up, maybe I'll use it. Maybe I won't. But I, I already typed the word waffle. So it's like it didn't save me any time. Exactly. How do other people use emoji? Like it, it, are, are the kids are the kids like like do they have the, like do they know exactly where all the emojis are placed in their keyboard? Like they know because like for me, if I'm looking for a specific emoji, it takes me like four minutes to fucking find it. Like if the if the um yeah. the, the correct the the um if I'm typing the word and it isn't showing up and I have to like look for it specifically it takes me forever like I don't remember where they all are because there's so many of them and like I don't use ninety nine percent of them I do like um how Google organizes them at least or Swift Key or what however they're organized on our phones mm-hmm. but um yeah I, I don't, don't know. understand. The kids it. use an emoji because, like, I I don't know. I've never used emojis in replacement of like the majority of words that I have. Like, I've never used it as like fucking. You don't use uh, them like share does. No, I, honey, share. But sh- I I approve of sh- like share can do whatever the fuck she wants. Like uh, that. Oh, if that's how she, like girl works. She's got to get those characters in exactly. But like, I do people. Are there like younger people that actually use emojis as like a hieroglyphic sort of situation or are they always a supplemental to actual words? I've noticed, though, that only people with kids use the like crying laughing emoji. They're like laughing the LOL one. Oh, like interesting case study. I know, because now I suddenly know people with kids. I would never use that one because, or probably people over the age of like 30, Mm -hmm. 35. And if they like have, they're like a family person Mm -hmm. and they're not like connected to the internet. They like think that that's like a cutesy expression. So cute. Oh my God. I don't like that emoji for some reason, but I do send it back to those people. Mm -hmm. Like I will never, if I were sending, if I ever sent you that emoji, I feel like it would be the most uncool thing in the world. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's not an emoji you send other woke internet people. Love, love that. Well, uh, what's another one? Like, okay, so like, you know, the prayer emoji with like the two hands together. Oh yeah. Is that like, okay, did it, it, is it officially a prayer emoji or is it officially like two people like high-fiving each other? So there's two of them, actually. There's a hugging one. Yeah. There's actually, like, there's two of them, and sometimes they're side-by-side on the keyboard, and sometimes they're not. But one of them is, like, praising someone. There's, like, kind of a distinction now on the Android ones where they go straight up and they're praising someone. And then there's the ones that are kind of turned outward, and it's, like, either no thanks or something like that. Oh, I did not notice this. Honey. Things I didn't know. I am not emoji savvy. Someone ain't hip. Hmm. You're absolutely right. Hmm. I'm not my hip. My hip's broken. Broke my fucking hmm. hip. Things I didn't uh, know. Speaking of hips, what? I don't know. <laughs> Spe- what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? 
That's coming up, isn't it? I'm not, I never, well, obviously, I'm not in a relationship like some people here on the podcast. You know, I don't have like, you know, whatever. Um, So I'm not, I don't have any fucking, any, any plans for Valentine's Day. I think that I, I either have a therapy appointment on Valentine's Day or right before. But I'm not one of those people that like, I don't know, like what, when you were single back in, you know, I know it was oh, such honey, a, such a long remember. time ago. Right. I know. Oh, it's, it's so long, you know. Back when you were single, were you the type of person that, like, would get down on yourself for Valentine's Day? Like, oh, I don't have anyone as my Valentine. I'm sad about it. I don't think so. I would either always just, like, get boinked by someone or just, like, not care. Right, exactly. It just wasn't a... I don't know. I didn't really care much. Like, um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm b- very much the same way. Um, and, but it's just, it's interesting to me because I, f- I feel like that we've been trained as a society, you know, to, uh, and maybe it's more like in straight people land or whatever. Um, that if you don't have a Valentine for Valentine's Day, then like, you know, y- you should be a little bit sad. And it's like, no, why would I, why would I be sad about, I don't, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not the well, type of person that really gets lonely. And so I don't really care when I don't have a partner. I mean, it's been so long. So I'm just like, I, I just live my fucking life. It's not really like a day for long term couples either. Like, it's really only. You feel like, like it's more like short term stuff? Well, it's, it's more for, I think, couples who have like just started dating. Mm, and it like means more. And then. Well, uh, not that it means more, just that it's like, I don't know, they're still. They don't know each other yet. They don't fart around each other, you know. Oh, wow. And there's still a little bit of mystery, and mm, so they, a little bit. Of, love a little bit of mystery. They're still trying. You know right. what I mean? Mm. And then, like after a couple of years, you're like, why do we bother? Like, I don't. I hate going to fancy restaurants. Hate it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I want is candy, and I can buy that for myself because I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Nothing special about this. Right. Exactly. You don't need. You don't need a day as. A, you don't need an, an excuse. You know, like Valentine's Day to be like, oh, I, I, I love you. It's like, oh, no, we understand that we love each other. I'm going to fart around you. And this is this is what you got, bitch. So, yeah, it's almost better than Valentine's Day because you like you do get to fart. Wow. You know, such That's a the way meaning of it all. That's the mm-hmm. meaning of love, honey. God, we just blame it all on Piggy in this household. I mean, isn't that what everyone with dogs do? I think so. That's the the main reason to get a dog. The only thing, the only, like, I, I, the only thing I care about when it comes to Valentine's Day is discount candy afterwards. It's like Halloween for me or like Christmas season. It's just like, okay, the day after Valentine's Day, I'm going to fucking CVS or Walgreens and I'm buying discount candy because like that is what I'm going to do. But I don't know. I've never, I, I don't, I don't remember ever being in a relationship. Well, I mean, I haven't been in very many relationships. But I've, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I've never really felt lonely on Valentine's Day. And I'm I'm curious, like, if when, pe- when people are actually lonely on Valentine's Day, what are their reasonings? Like, is it because they just got broken up with? Or is it because that, like, they really, you know, they have this, they put Valentine's Day on this high horse that it, like, really means something to them. So when they are, don't have a partner to go out to a fancy dinner or whatever the fuck you do on Valentine's Day and be super romantic, like, is it really that big of a deal? I just, like, I, it never really was a big thing for me. I don't think it ever will be. So it's, I'm curious, you know, when they're... It's usually straight people, you know. I don't want to put them in a fucking box or whatever. But it's usually Uh-oh. straight people that are, like... I don't know, Super honey. into see, Valentine's Day. I see a lot of gays doing, like, hashtag forever alone memes on Valentine's Still? Day. Oh, my God. Honey, what? Yes. Honey. The internet gays? 
it just it's, it sounds very like cliche 2000 like fucking 12 it is inter- well, internet like, there's this forever alone valentine's like yeah. honey like God. stop feeling sorry for yourself jesus christ Annoying. go eat some candy and jack off like everyone else well like, it's and it's fine. like being alone is not even a it's not even the worst thing i can imagine you know well, that's, people, that's the thing is like it just I, like speaks to someone's like it's fine to have a goal of like being with another person someone some people really want to get married and shit Mm -hmm. but it's not the end of the fucking world and it's and we live in a day and age where you can support yourself and we don't live in a society where you're you know 40 and yeah maybe your parents are like when are you gonna get married but it's not the rest of society is like who gives a shit nobody our age is getting married anymore right exactly you know like things are changing yeah things are changing and it's not a it's not frowned upon by society to be alone like there's no social pressure anymore Right. I think this stems stems into something that I've actually been thinking about lately, and it's the concept of feeling lonely. Do you, like, when was the last time you really felt lonely? Like you, like you felt lonely. Um, probably like three years ago. It's I won't so get that into long ago. It. <laughs> probably. Well, lonely. Lonely is in like feeling like isolated, and I don't want to be. Was yes, probably exactly. like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, whenever I've been alone. I generally enjoy it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't dislike being alone at all. But feel you know, there are times when we do feel alone and it's it's rarely because of the amount of people around us. You know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. It's because you're isolated because of some event or I don't know, you know, diagnosed with something or mm-hmm. Etc. Right, right, right. So well, the reason why I'm asking this is because like I feel lonely like once or twice a year. Like there's like a couple days out of the year or something. And I feel like it's just random. I was feeling kind of lonely when I was sick this past week because I like was literally bedridden. I couldn't go anywhere. Like, even though I like I don't usually go anywhere, but I was just like, I didn't have the option to. And so I was like, I was like missing my parents. I was missing my friends or whatever. Like, there's a difference. There's a big difference between being alone and feeling lonely because I I am alone a lot in my life and I love that, but I never feel lonely. And so and I I think it, it definitely has to do with the fact that I'm introverted and I I love spending time by myself. I love like being independent and just like being in my own world and I don't have to be surrounded by people 24 seven, et cetera. But um, a lot of people who don't understand introverts assume that being alone means you're automatically lonely. And that's not the case. Um, and so, yeah, it was just interesting. It's something that I actually marked down that I'm going to talk about with my therapist next week because it was just like, I never really realized that what that feeling was because it doesn't come up very often for me. And I realized like, oh, this is this is what being lonely is like. And even though I'm alone a lot in my life and I, I really enjoy that, I like being alone. I never really feel lonely. It's very rare. It's in these like rare circumstances that I'm actually feeling that um, because I, I, I like being independent. I love hanging out by myself. Like I'm, I very much entertain myself in that sort of sense, but a lot I of people don't understand that. Like human con lack of human contact, like physical human contact for extended periods of time makes me feel lonely. Okay. Yes. Like he, physical human contact is, I used to think it wasn't important to me, but it's like very important to me mm-hmm. for like me to hug someone. Do you know what I right. mean? Right, 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 right. Um, but no, I found that the older I get, the less lonely amounts of time I have. Interesting. 
Yeah. Do you think do, do is that do you think that uh, that just comes from the fact that you have found a partner in your life or do you think that is like stemming from you just being older and wiser? I think it's both. I think the older you get, the more you realize there are different types of people in the world who mm-hmm. like the most of the reasons I feel lonely are like because I think I'm going through something that no one else is going through. Oh, and then okay. I meet the older I've gotten, I've met more people who have gone through similar things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, someone else has at least similar experiences, even though it's not the same experience. And so they kind of, they get my feelings too. And so. Interesting. Yeah. But well, there you go. if you're feeling lonely on Valentine's Day, Hooters is having a promotion. Uh, they are? Shred, is, shred is this, your ex. <coughs> is this the whole reason why you even mentioned Valentine's Day? Because you were going to fucking go into this well, Hooters no, thing? no, I was... I remembered it was Valentine's Day, and then I remembered a Hooters article I saw. Oh, oh okay. Uh, you can get 10 free wings when you purchase 10 if you bring in a photo of your ex to shred. That's so funny. Yeah, it's actually, I feel like this is a good marketing thing for Hooters. It is. Well, I think our, they've done it before. Our, our, um, our Hoot, we had a Hooters in Missoula, but it shut down over the past couple of years, so I can't fucking do that. But I don't think I've ever been to a Hooters. Have you ever like physically been to a Hooters restaurant? No, I used to have a Hooters keychain. Someone went to a Hooters and gave me a keychain. Oh, well, that's, that's nice. But, um... No, it's surprisingly, it's never appealed to me. Yeah, surprisingly, I don't really, uh, it's not my, uh, I'm not the target demographic, let's say that. Where's the male version? Where's like right? the butt cheeks dingling hanging out? Right? Oh my God. See, I feel like when you say stuff like that, like sometimes I like to objectify men in video games, but then I'm like, God forbid, Joseph. Well, then the solution to their, to not being, to their not being objectified females in video games is not to objectify the males. So right, I understand exactly. that it's yeah. part of the problem, yeah. even if I do it for like comedic purposes. So I, I would, I do see that the solution to not, to Hooters not being problematic is to have a male version of Hooters. Right, exactly. You know, but I mean, God, can we have a little fun here? You right, know? can we have a little fun? I want, can we I have want... a little fun? I want I want a little diggling with my with my mac and cheese or I don't, I don't even know what kind of food they serve there. I want the dick <sighs> dipped into my salsa, honey. Mmm, stir it around. Stir it. Oh my god, have you ever been to one of those restaurants where they make the guacamole at your table and you're like uh, sitting there on your phone, like, oh my god, can you put a little more of this in it? Wow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have, but like... I was not thinking that. <laughs> And you feel like the like the Queen of England. You're like, oh my God, someone came to my table to make yeah, guacamole for me. Yeah, because the Queen of me. England has someone come to her table to make her guacamole. What the what the uh, fuck are you talking about? I bet she motherfucking would if she wanted it. I don't think the Queen of England eats guacamole. She doesn't even eat garlic. She's like boring. She doesn't eat garlic. No, she hates anything that tastes good. Are these facts or are you pulling this out of your ass? Right no, these now? are no, these are facts. Like she, oh, she okay. hates she hates garlic and like anything with like a strong flavor, like onions or whatever. Like she she doesn't eat it. Like all wow. the food she eats is super plain. I mean, British food is kind of boring in general. Sorry, oh, honey. Hashtag sorry not sorry. It's so sorry boring. not sorry by Demi Lovato. Okay, who? Anywho, are we going to talk about the thing? Oh, you mean the, the thing? The the thing. Um, these are a few of our favorite queens. Um, what thing. a shocking episode. Um, it was kind of. It was I mean, not it, shocking 
But I think this episode is the reason why we all hate all stars. Yeah, this is why this all is, stars. This is sucks. a Shangela. This is a this is a whole this is a, one of those situations all over again. Um, people were complaining on Twitter. Blah blah blah. Did you did you write your notes? What are your thoughts? I'm ready. I um, wrote three sentences. That's all I wrote this week. It's probably all you needed. Um, this is the reason watching All Stars sucks. The good news is Naomi will finally be remembered for something. The bad news is she won't be remembered well. Ooh, wow. Such a way with words. That's it. That's all I got. Naomi, why? You were doing some brat shit last week, and now... What? The th- she did it without any emotion either. I was like, damn. Yeah, it was You said cold. Manila was like, you're, when you were in junior high, like, you're God, and here you are. Fucking throwing her in a dumpster. Right, exactly. Part of me, I mean, the thing is, is Naomi had every right to do this. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and everyone's like, no, like, Naomi shouldn't have done this. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it shouldn't have allowed her. It's like, no, honey, there are no, like, there are no rules in All-Stars. Even if Trinity the Tuck keeps trying to make fucking rules... And everyone else keep trying to make fucking alliances. Like, this is what the producers wanted. Like, this is, like, this is what's supposed to happen. Is, like, finally someone took down the top dog in this sort of way. And, like, that's a totally valid thing to do. It fucking sucks. But, like, unfortunately, these are the rules in All-Stars that, like, you are, these are the parameters that you have to work with. And finally, someone used it. In that sort of situation, like, this is, like, the first time this has ever happened in a sense where, like, the, the rules were used in properly to send a, a bad bitch home. And it was Manila in this sense. Like, she she got in the bottom once, and that was just enough to, you know, have someone be like, bad bitch, and that bitch was Naomi. So, I don't... I totally like, agree. I But I blame the show... <laughs> I do blame Naomi, but I blame Naomi for being boring, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we know that, we know that. But I think this just reflects how All-Stars is not a true competition for, like, the best out of all these queens. Exactly, the best queen isn't isn't finishing. Like, the the best queens aren't making it to the end. It's, like, the All-Star queens are not making it to the end. I feel like this is because the a rules. battle for second best now. Yeah, like, it it's is. Just, I don't know if I can watch it. Oh, we should recap. The, oh, yeah. the All the best Judys came. and um, Judy Garland, blah, 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 blah. What did they do? Oh, they did. Oh, that song and dance thing was really dumb. Oh, it was. It was. Uh, it was triggering. It was bad. It was. I mean, I, if, it's, every time they do like a little song and dance with like their within during the makeup or the makeover challenge, it's always bad. But this was particularly just like, ugh, no. Yeah, <coughs> it was really like I can imagine being one of the judges and just being like, this. How are they going to edit this to it for it to be good? And just, the answer is, there's no way to. Here's a question: Did you think that Manila, out of all the girls? Like, Latrice obviously deserved to be in the bottom, you know? Like, yeah. I felt like Latrice deserved to be in the bottom with the way that she, you know, dressed her her best Judy or whatever. Like, it, was, it wasn't good. She, like, her best Judy looked like a football player in drag. Um, but did you think Manila deserved to be in the bottom? I thought her runway outfits were really bad. Oh, okay. The minute she walked out, I was like, these are not good. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, it, they just look like white sheets, you know, mm. with like some hearts bedazzled on them or whatever. Right. And I was like, this isn't. But that being said, I could not find a freaking pattern for what they liked and what they didn't. Yeah, I was really because, confused. Yeah, I was like, what here is making a good costume and what's not? I don't get it. So I don't, I just. 
just I don't know how they were judging. I don't know what was going through their heads. They just I don't know. Um, I because like the thing is, is Monet Exchange. I thought Monet Exchange herself looked good, but I thought that her best Judy looked like a ghost in a fucking like gymnast outfit. Oh, Patty. I didn't think it was. Yeah, Patty. I did not like that outfit at all. And the judges were like gagged over it. I was like, what? You I didn't know. Not, it's like I was wa- it was like I was watching this like it's like we were watching different shows this episode. The only thing Moni Cart <laughs> has ever said that has made me laugh was when she compared Patty to when he got his eyebrows shaved to the powder, the movie right? powder. Right. And I was so like, that's good. the only funny thing you've ever said. Well, I'm glad that she finally got to you. Well, that was it. That was a that was Took a eight first. episodes. I don't know. Who do you want to win now? Well, the thing is, it's like, okay, here, I was explaining this to my roommate. I had, I had Drag Race Fatigue episode one of All Stars. Like, y'all have known I have been struggle. I've been on the fucking struggle bus, like, since, like, fucking season 10. It's just it's so much Drag Race. And so I, my heart was already not really in this season at the beginning of the season, even though, like, Manila was there. But, like, Manila was my choice because I felt like that she was doing the best out of all of them. And now Manila's gone. And I'm just like, it's not, I mean, it's half because Manila's gone and half because my heart wasn't already in the season because I have literally drag race fatigue that I just don't really care. Like, I, I, I'm at this situation now where I'm like, I don't really have to watch it live. Like, I'll watch it later. It's just like, it's down, it's, it's slowly been slipping down on my priorities, you know? And because Manila's gone, it's slipping down more on my priorities. So like I don't yeah. really I don't really care who wins because the because I felt like Manila deserved to win and because of the rules that are in place the All Star of Dr- Drag Race All Stars isn't winning because she got eliminated so it's literally like RuPaul's best second place through All Stars race so it's like I don't really care enough to like I don't know I don't really have the energy to care yeah I'm about that way too are you about I that think, way I um... think. I don't know. People keep saying, like, I I have thought Trinity's been doing really well, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't think she's been doing that well. I don't think I don't think she's doing as good as Manila. And so no, definitely not. And so I'm just like, I don't know. I, I really don't care. I'll watch, but I don't care. I just like I just need a break. Oh my god! Like I don't know how I'm gonna be able to watch season eleven. Who was the other lip sync? It was Naomi versus who? It was Naomi versus uh, Monet Exchange. Oh, and Monet was being oh, like Monet all like sultry. Yeah, and like I understand what 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 Monet was going for, but like Naomi, I don't know. It was it was more energetic of a song than Monet had that than Monet thought it was. I felt like that it needed more movement, and Monet was like giving me like lots of like just like sultry you know sexy standing and i feel like that the song um the song the lipstick song was bad by the way like i didn't like that song in general um come rain or come shine it was it was come rain or come shine by judy garland oh of course this whole like judy garland thing also question here's okay gay history here rupaul said that like judy garland's death triggered the stonewall riots and like i need a fact check on that is that is that really like I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't do research. I wasn't there. But like I, that seems like a little too convenient for like this episode. I have to no say idea. That. 
A lot like, of the queens looked surprised. Yeah, I was also that. surprised. So, like, is that like, hashtag what? fake news? Like, could, could we have an expert call in, please? Because I was like, uh, is that really what causes Stonewall riots? Or was it, like, you know, not I know she loved Judy the Garland gays. related? Yeah, like, obviously. But that's, but that's all I know. And she was woke before her time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she well, would be well, she had a, she had a gay husband. Now. Well, yeah, you gotta. You know? You gotta to make it. In, everyone has a gay husband in Hollywood, honey. But, like, when Rue said that, I was, like, kind of cringing. I was like, this, either either I didn't know this, I was very ill-informed, or this is, like, you're fudging the truth a bit here. I didn't know that that's why we called people our best Judies, but it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, I knew that. I knew the, the part about, like, are you a friend of Dorothy? That's that's real. I would have um, been like, who? 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 Well, it's like you're either, you're either you're asking for Dorothy, which is are you gay, or you're asking for Tina, which is oh, do you smoke meth? So like, I would have thought people were asking me for drugs. Well, yeah, no, Tina, Tina's drugs. Dorothy is just are you a homosexual? So people always on Grinder would be like, "Do you like to party?" And With I'm a like, capital no. T. I'm like, no, I just like to stay in on the weekends. Like, and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, you really don't. <laughs> oh, yikes! <laughs> I was just looking for some for a crystal hookup, you know. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, how many, we have like two episodes left, we have next week's episode, and then it's gonna be a top four, and then someone wins, and then it's season 11, and it's, I don't know, I just, I feel, yeah, whatever. Game Um, over, honey. Game over. I I just I hope that the that the ex- exposure that Manila got in All Stars um, for I hope that helps her career forward. Um, she was kind of she was kind of st- stagnant for a little while, and so I hope this kind of gives her career a kick in the pants, kick in the pants because I feel like it deserves it. I feel like she deserves it because she's an amazing queen. Um, but yeah, now don't really care. But it's I just and I didn't really care at the beginning of the season. I just care less because Manila's gone. So that sums it up well. All right. Whatever. That's that on that, por favor. Um, you ready for our favorite actual things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe, what's yeah? your favorite thing? Okay, mine's one that might have been my favorite thing like two years ago. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, I feel like that's that's old enough to bring it back, right? Yeah, probably. Um, I have been playing Splatoon 2 nonstop again. I'm back on the Splatoon 2 wagon. It's been a a couple, two or three weeks since I got back into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I had taken, like, when it first came out, I was really into it. Played it every day. It was like, you know, when Overwatch came out, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, and But then I, I left it for like a few months, then went back to it, then left it again for a few months. And so I'm coming back to it again, and I am full force, honey. She's in it. She's in it. But it was so it was almost like coming back to a new game because they've added so many stages and so many weapons and clothing items and whatever. Ooh, and, that's uh, nice. And they've like changed some of the abilities. So, uh, you know, it's a whole new ball game now. And you Speaking still of sports, win. take me out to the ball game. You're an octopus now. You can be an octa kid, octoling, octo mom. So many options. Well, good. Um, are you? Are you the fun? Are you the top uh, Splatoon player? Uh, is there like a ranking system? Like, can you see your like your top rank? Yeah, or something? there's definitely. I only play ranked. I don't play um, turf war. I hate turf war. Turf war is the one where you whoever inks the most wins. Mm. Ranked, there are four, three or four different modes. 
And it's like Rainmaker, Tower Control, Splat Zones, Clam Blitz. They all have their own rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so I play those, and I'm ranked S plus in all of them. So it goes, you know, C minus C, C plus, B minus B, B plus, A minus A, A plus, and then S, and then S plus, and then there's S plus one through nine, and then there's X rank. Oh my god! I know. So. When you're in the S's, you're really good. Mm-hmm. X rank is like, you know, the people who like enter tournaments and shit. Oh, my God. I'm ready for you to like get up to the X rank and enter tournaments. I'm going to be pro <coughs> Luna Blaster. That's what I play now. I don't know what that is, but I approve. Blaster main, if you mm. will. So it's just Well, keep us posted with your, uh, with your Splatoon 2 um, rank. And I um, can't wait for the day where you quit the podcast to become a professional Splatoon 2 player. Oh, honey. Drop of a hat, I would. Drop of a fucking hat. I Drop of I, a hat. I, I never played the original Splatoon on Wii U, and I never played... I don't... Maybe, no. I played the demo for Splatoon 2 on Switch um, when there was, like, that open demo or whatever before it came out. Um, but I'm sure I'd love it, you know? It's one of those things where I've just... I, did, I haven't wanted to pony up the cash, but one of these days... One of these days I'll buy it. Get in a Borgen bin. The Borgen, you know, with... Your with game stop. Elsa's race cart adventure or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know it's probably in the bargain but i uh, probably did you almost like throw up oh yeah i've, I've been burping sorry Excuse me. <laughs> i didn't know if it like physically made you ill to talk about oh no that's what, what, what what's that cart cart racing game it's like garfield garfield's car oh racing my god or garfield cart yeah i think it's just called garfield cart is that have they ported that to switch yet hold on no it's on android nintendo 3ds and windows wow 3ds wow they took the time to port it to that Sunny 3ds it's selling let me tell you you type in garfield cart you click on more images honey the thumbnail for my video playing mario garfield cart is in there wow that honey, is it so was a, sad it was a one-off um what was the last time you played your 3ds um like a year before the switch came out same my 3ds yeah. is broken i haven't played it for years yeah i can't stand like i'm ready for animal crossing for the switch and so i mm-hmm. almost went back to my 3ds to like check on my town and stuff but i can't <sighs> because bob moved out so oh wow it's too traumatic it's too much pain there's just what like gonna... a hole where his house used to be it's like a crater no, you're just somebody that I used to know. Wow. Somebody! Uh, when Animal Crossing comes out for Switch, are you going to, like, reset your town until you get Bob? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. I'm it seems like not. a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort. So, no. I'm just so... I'm so ready for Animal Crossing for Switch. Because, like, it's it's the it's the best of both worlds. You can have it in your portable. You can bring it with you. And then you could have it on your TV docked on your TV. And it's beautiful. And I miss the music. I just... Oh, I miss Animal Crossing so much. I want it. Don't cross them. Don't cross don't, those animals. Don't cross those animals. They'll fucking kill you. They'll don't murder you. Them. And they'll bury you into the fucking ground. I do hope that they're adding a lot. Because, honestly, like, yeah, I used to play New Leaf every single day. It was the first thing I did when I woke up. But it mm-hmm. started feeling like a chore. Whereas, like, I think they should make it take some notes from like Stardew Valley. I hope right, exactly. Make it have a little little more more interactive. Some mystery in there. Some different sort of give me adventures. The town. Give me adventure, honey. Give me romance. 
Give me uh, a whirlwind romance with Tom Nook. Oh my God. Allow me honey. to marry the Tom Nook. And be the foster mom to the little raccoon twins. Aren't those his nephews? I don't understand how animal sex works, Joseph. Well, when a raccoon loves another raccoon. When a, ra- when a raccoon loves a tree very much. Scratches the other one's eyes out. <laughs> and then it's not pretty. Yikes. Anywho, what's your favorite thing? So I have a couple favorite things. So when I was sick over the past week, I had nothing better to do than to watch some Netflix. So I watched a couple things and I have um, I have some opinions. <coughs> the first thing that I watched finally after forever is salt, fat, acid, heat. Yay! And it was so good and I loved it. And I just I think Samin Nostrat is like so charming and so cute and she just like she just seems so down to earth um and yeah. so now i, I have to very like bubbly. buy the book yeah she's very bubbly she just seems very approachable um but i need to get the fucking book i need to get the cookbook the salt fat acid heat um but of course in the first episode where she's talking about um uh her in italy and she's making focaccia. Is that the reason why you made focaccia that one time? Was because of salt yeah. acid heat? I know that she's got a recipe in her book, but I didn't use her recipe. You just you just made a focaccia recipe that you found online? I, yeah, I just did one that I found. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, it's really fucking easy to make it. And so I was like, let's do it. And it's like the best bread in the world. Yeah, focaccia is amazing. So um, yeah, that was one of the reasons I added it to my rotation. Love a, love a rotations. Yeah, so I, I watched Sulfat Acid Heat. Um, it was really, it was just really well done. I loved it a lot. Um, and it made me want to buy her book. And so I need to do that one of these days because I've heard the book's super amazing. Um, and there's so many wonderful tips in it. And it's very, very well done. So, um, but yeah, no, if you have Netflix, you should check it out. Um, it's just four episodes. Each episode goes with, you know, salt, fat, acid, or heat. Um, and she goes to a different place. Um, and yeah, it was very, very good. Enjoyed that. Um, then I watched Russian Doll. Have you heard of this? Oh my God, it's on my list. I need to tell Justin we're watching it. So it's like, I liked it. I really liked it. Um, it's basically the same premise. It's that classic premise of like Groundhog's Day where you're like, you're stuck in a time loop for a couple days. Um, but Natasha Leone is very, very good in this. Um, and the thing that I really liked about it is that it wasn't too long. It's seven episodes long. And I felt like that was the perfect length because with these sorts of things where like they have a really good idea, like they could draw it out for so long and then it just gets tedious. But with this, it was like seven episodes and that's it. And I felt like that if they went, if they went one episode more, it would have felt too much. So I felt like that they really got the timing right specifically in the amount of episodes that they did. And I think they're like, they're like 40, 45 minute episodes. So it's not like that it's like short by any means, but it's not like, you know, 13 episodes or 24 episodes. It's seven. So it's, it's one of those where you can get done in like a night. You can binge it. Um, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really funny. I thought it had like really good messages. And then I obviously don't want to spoil it. Um, but I, I don't know. I haven't watched anything with Natasha Leone in it since like Orange is the New Black was like a big thing. Um, but I haven't watched Orange is the New Black in years. Like I fell off that bus because it just kind of got ugh, whatever. Um, and I don't know. She, she, she's a really good actress and she's really funny. And 
um i feel like people should give it a chance because it's it's good i i think it's a it's it's a really good um take on that sort of um like happy death day slash groundhog's day sort of situation where you like you keep waking up and you have to figure out what the fuck's going on because days keep repeating um so i thought that was good and then i watched sex education with um what's her face from the x-files jillian anderson anderson yeah um and i thought it was interesting i so this one this is the one where people online were complaining that like everyone's british but like the high school is very americanized and did you ever remember hearing about this online i know uh, like it's the it's that and russian dollar the two that netflix are really pushing right now so i've seen the trailer to sex education it i don't know for one i don't want to i don't want to see adults playing teenagers i hate that right 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 I don't want to see teenagers like having sex, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is going to be one of those bratty, like, this is a cool high school. This is, and no one in high school was like that, you know? I don't know. Right, so right, I, right, didn't, right. I didn't give it a chance, but I've heard right. a lot of people like it. So I don't know. You have so to let he- me know. Here's the thing about it. I was expecting more Jillian Anderson in it. Like, I basically wanted to watch it for Jillian Anderson because she's amazing. And I haven't watched much Jillian Anderson where she's, like, using her British accent. Because sure. she's, like, bi-dialectal or however you say that. Um, but, yeah, I she's, like, a side character. And I really wanted more of her. But I guess it wasn't really about her. But she has, like, a premise in it. Regardless, whatever. I wish there was more Jillian Anderson. And, and then also, it was, like, it was all right. I'd probably give it a B. The thing that I, I'm going to praise it for is that um, it, it was very educational, like they had a lot of like really good like actual sex education within the story and then also um they had a lot of like lgbt representation in it in like really casual ways like the um the main character's best friend is like a gay like african um like a person of an african descent like their their dad is like from africa and so you deal with like the masculinity from like where his dad came from versus like his son being gay which was very interesting um you have like the main character helping like lesbian a lesbian couple with their relationship and stuff like that so i guess i i it was it was nice that it wasn't just like straight sex education it was like inclusive sex education within the story wait a Um, minute what are you telling me that sex education is not just abstinence um allegedly you didn't hear it from me but apparently you can have safe sex that's actually having sex and not not just abstaining that was not my experience with education in arkansas i mean honey you you could use the term education very lightly (laughs) when it comes to that was it really education? That's true. Uh, That's true. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed sex education. I just I, I was expecting more Gillian Anderson. Like they could have they could have killed off all the characters except for Gillian Anderson. I would have been happy. Um, well, that's but I guess nice that's, that they're to hear there's like LGBTQ kind of storylines. Yeah, there were. And I, I, I liked that a lot about it. It was still kind of like what you said. It's still like a high school drama and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was like funny. And it, I didn't I didn't really find it grating in any sort of sense. But I didn't find it like immaculate or amazing. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I'd give it like a B, you know. Um, but why i mean if between like russian doll and sex education i feel like you should go for russian doll first like i feel like it's yeah that's the one that appealed to me more i think i've finally reached that stage where like i can't i mean i used to love 
like high school movies when I was in high school and like everyone mm-hmm. looked so glamorous but then I realized how it was like how bad that was for me because right yeah it was it didn't represent high school and how put together people were in high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh I, it, uh, those movies those shows and movies but bother me now they bother me it, they, they bother, just bother me. me but you yeah, know no. if uh, maybe maybe <laughs> I'll give it a chance but definitely Russian doll First. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch that one of these days, and then uh, let me know how you, what you thought about it. Because well, good. It's good to hear your opinions on these things. Yeah. So maybe I'll maybe I'll watch something else one of these days. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah. Did you do anything else this week? That's a lot of stuff to watch. I know. Well, I mean, I was sick. I was. Oh, you were like, sick. in bed. That's right. Sure. I had nothing. I I couldn't do anything else. So I was like, mucus was coming out of every orifice, and I was just watching Netflix on my phone. That's kind of how my my whole entire week went. It's so nice to like be upright and be able to like eat food and not have a splitting headache and a bad you know sore throat here's a pro tip get your fucking flu shot because you know who didn't this asshole mm-hmm. and i got the flu so mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't because i'm anti-vax okay it's because that i'm lazy mm-hmm. and i didn't get around to it and then it bit me in the ass so please get your influenza shot it probably would have helped i assume yeah, Anyways. it definitely makes you not get the flu. Yeah, you know, that that would have probably yeah. helped in my scenario. There are so many people who, like, I've heard get the flu shot and they're like, oh, I'm never doing that again because I still got the flu. And it's like, no, you didn't. That's not how this works, honey. That wasn't the flu. You got something, but it wasn't the flu. The flu is pretty shitty. I don't They're know. I, I, whatever. And not only that, but you protect other people as well. Exactly. Herd immunity, it's important. Gotta protect the children. The, the children that the selfish parents had that didn't consent the child <laughs> to have them. Oh, honey, it came full circle. Thanks full for circle. listening, everybody. Have a great week. Good night. Uh, what do I usually say here? I don't know. Where's your script? I was a little too hyped. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will have a bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Otherwise, we'll have a regular episode next week for everybody. And until then, thanks for listening. Okay, bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show. Show!